The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. How's your Advent preparation going? Let's work on it together. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Monday, December 5th, 2022, Monday of the second week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Monday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Gerald. Now in the latter half of the 11th century, the Archbishop of Toledo, named Bernard, was delegated by the Pope to bring about ecclesiastical reform in Spain. He called in various French clerics and monks, among whom was St. Gerald, who was appointed choir director of the Cathedral of Toledo. When the See of Braga became vacant, Gerald was selected as bishop. He eradicated the abuses that had cropped up, and this man of God was called to his heavenly reward December 5, 1109, at Bornos, Portugal. St. Gerald, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. O oh, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops, and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month, that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Amen. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. We begin our prayer there, invoking our Immaculate Mother. Jesus, every time we come before you in our prayer, we, we approach you with Our Lady, with our Mother, who is conceived immaculately. That's, that's the meaning of that name, Immaculate Mother. The one who entered this world sinless, who lived in this world sinless, who went to heaven sinless, who is without stain, without any blemish or, or change in who she was meant to be. Sin, we know, Jesus takes away from who I am. It doesn't add to me, it takes away. And so the sins that I bring you when I come to confession, when I come before you in sorrow, maybe at the end of the day, my examination of conscience, the sorrow I have is to say, I'm sorry that I've allowed myself not to be who I was meant to be. You know, by my choices, by my thoughts, by my words, I'm 
choosing to go down a path that's that's not the fullest version of myself, the the version you intended. This is the the meaning of our sorrow. And so when we invoke you, our Immaculate Mother, Mother Mary, when we invoke you in our prayer, we say, come and support us. Come and help us pray. So we ask you at this, again, in this podcast, this time of prayer, Mother, intercede for us. Lead us to be who we were meant to be. We're led into a beautiful gospel today about a scene from your life, Jesus' very famous one, where the the paralytic man is is um, dropped through the roof of the house. So full was this room full of people. So clamoring were people to come and listen to your words that there's no space for this man. So his friends ingeniously lift off the roof and drop him down in, in before your before your presence. Saint Luke uses a very interesting phrase just before this takes place. He says. The power of the Lord was with him. So Jesus is going about doing these miracles, Judea, Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with him. Jesus, this word invokes um, a mystery in our hearts. The Greek word is dynamis, where we get the English word dynamic or dynamite. There's something about the way you're living that is dynamic, it's powerful. It's the only way St. Luke can think to describe it. It's the power of the Lord is, is behind everything you're doing. And yet it's a silent power because in the midst of this miracle where the man is dropped before you lower down into the room, there are those who scoff and say, who does this man think he is forgiving sins? And they, they use this as evidence against you. So the power of the Lord can go unnoticed. It's not a... Um, um, a, a power that, that dominates or, or, that, or that obliterates. Jesus, your power is so gentle and so respectful. And it's the same word that St. Luke uses just four chapters earlier, where we hear of Our Lady saying to the angel Gabriel, how will this come about? You know, how will this be? You know, I've promised my, my heart to the Lord already. How will it be that now I'm to be a mother? The angel Gabriel says, the power of the Most High will overshadow you, Mary. The power, the dynamis of the Most High. So it's the same silent power there, creating life in our mother's womb, Mother Mary's womb, the life of all life, the author of life, as one of the prayers of the Mass talks about it. Jesus, you're the author of life, and you come into our lives. You take on flesh in the womb of our Mother Mary. In a silent power, there's a silent power that makes all this happen. There's a silent power working in you when you're going about doing these miracles. For me, in this season of Advent, there's a, a particular focus on silence in my own prayer. Jesus, to encounter silence is to encounter you. To encounter you is to encounter silence. To encounter you, to encounter the power that's within you. It's not something that's going to strike me out of the blue or knock me down, or, but it's going to be discovered silently. Lovely book uh, called The Power of Silence by Cardinal Robert Sarah. Maybe it's uh, a book you've come across for your own prayer. Jesus, I just share a few words of that, of that lovely book here. At the heart of man, there is an innate silence 
For God abides in the innermost part of every person. God is silence. And this divine silence dwells in man. In God we are inseparably bound up with silence. The church can affirm that mankind is the daughter of a silent God. For men are the sons of silence. These are such amazing words. And Jesus in our prayer today, this little reflection is full of words, but actually you're speaking to our hearts in a silent way. And any words of any podcast, any material, any resource we ever listen to, it's to lead us deeper into that silent place. The silent place in my heart and the silence in God, the power of God wanting to work so tremendously within each one of us. We think too of the beautiful Feast of the Immaculate Conception of Our Lady as, as we begun this prayer reflecting on the word immaculate, so too her feast is, is not long to go. How did this come about apart from in silence? The conception of our Mother Mary, naturally conceived and yet immaculately protected from the stain of original sin. A silence entered the world there. The silence of sinlessness, the possibility that mankind could now be in communion with God once again, a particular grace given to Mary, our mother, in that moment, and yet a grace now won for us by the son she bore, the son she brings into the world. Jesus, that you can share with me this possibility of sinlessness, the possibility that I, in my body, in my heart, in my mind, can be in communion with the one God. How? In this beautiful prayer of silence, in which I recognize, I need you, my God. I need you. Yesterday we just heard about John the Baptist proclaiming a baptism of repentance. And he says, you know, don't don't be claiming uh, some connection or I know this person or I know this person. Or, um, my family were all Catholics or my dad had a big job in a Catholic school, whatever. You know what the, the equivalent is for us. John the Baptist says, don't be saying that because God can raise up from the stones anyone he, he wants. Instead, repent. Instead, enjoy the fruit of what Jesus is winning for you. Jesus, you have won this for us. You've won it on the cross. In John the Baptist's day, it was, it was before that time. For us, we access it already. It's, 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 it's happened. It's the, your, your blood has been shed for me. Sinlessness is possible. That I can come to you again and again with my sins and ask for your forgiveness in the silence of repentance. And you restore in my heart the image you placed on me in the beginning. The power of God that was present in your miracles, that was present at the beginning of creation, that was present in the moment of the, of the Annunciation to Mary, that was present when Mary, our mother, immaculately conceived, was, was brought into the world. This silent power fills me when I repent, when I give you back my heart and say, Lord, again, I need your grace. So we fall on you today, Jesus, as our King, as our, our powerful God, who works so silently in us and yet so powerfully in us. We don't want to be blind to what you're doing. We, want to, we don't want to miss any details. 
So in this precious season of Advent, in these precious days leading up to our Mother's Feast Day, may we soak in the silence of God's wonderful power moving in our lives. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 minutes past the hour, and this is Daybreak. It's Monday of the second week of Advent, December 5th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let Let us worship worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let let us sing to the Lord, and and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea It belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come.
Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down down and and hear me, Lord. Come Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction and taken heed of my soul's distress have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart. For my life is spent with sorrow, and my years with sighs. Affliction has broken down my strength, and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors, and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten. Like a thing thrown away, I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight. 
I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Lord, show us your mercy and love, and grant us your salvation. From the book of the prophet Isaiah. Lo, the Lord empties the land and lays it waste. He turns it upside down, scattering its inhabitants, layman and priest alike, servant and master, the maid as her mistress, the buyer as the seller, the lender as the borrower, the creditor as the debtor. The earth is utterly laid waste, utterly stripped, for the Lord has decreed this thing. The earth mourns and fades, the world languishes and fades, both heaven and earth languish. The earth is polluted because of its inhabitants, who have transgressed laws, violated statutes, broken the ancient covenant. Therefore a curse devours the earth, and its inhabitants pay for their guilt. Therefore they who dwell on earth turn pale, and few men are left. The wine mourns, the vine languishes, all the merry-hearted groan. Stilled are the cheerful timbrels, ended the shouts of the jubilant. Stilled is the cheerful harp. They cannot sing and drink wine. Strong drink is bitter to those who partake of it. Broken down is the city of chaos, shut against entry every house. In the streets they cry out for lack of wine. All joy has disappeared and cheer has left the land. In the city nothing remains but ruin. Its gates are battered and desolate. Thus it is within the land and among the peoples, as with an olive tree after it is beaten, as with a gleaning when the vintage is done. These lift up their voice in acclaim. From the sea they proclaim the majesty of the Lord. For this in the coastlands give glory to the Lord, in the coastlands of the sea, to the name of the Lord, the God of Israel. From the end of the earth we hear songs, splendor to the just one. But I said, I am wasted, wasted away. Woe is me. The traitors betray, with treachery have the traitors betrayed. Terror, 
pit and trap are upon you, inhabitant of the earth. He who flees at the sound of terror will fall into the pit. He who climbs out of the pit will be caught in the trap. For the windows on high will be opened, and the foundations of the earth will shake. The Word of the Lord. Singing in praise, they lift their voices. Let the Lord be glorified in your teachings. Sing to the Lord a new song. Let all All the the earth earth sing sing to to the the Lord. From a treatise on the ascent of Mount Carmel by St. John of the Cross, priest. Under the ancient law, prophets and priests sought from God revelations and visions, which indeed they needed. For faith had as yet no firm foundation, and the gospel law had not yet been established. Their seeking and God's responses were necessary. He spoke to them at one time through words and visions and revelations, at another in signs and symbols. But however he responded, and what he said and revealed were mysteries of our holy faith, either partial glimpses of the whole or sure movements toward it. But now that faith is rooted in Christ and the law of the gospel has been proclaimed in this time of grace. There is no need to seek him in the former manner, nor for him so to respond. By giving us as he did, his Son, his only word, he has in that one word said everything. There is no need for any further revelation. This is the true meaning of Paul's words to the Hebrews when he urged them to abandon their earlier ways of conversing with God, as laid down in the law of Moses, and to set their eyes on Christ alone. In the past, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets in various ways and manners, but now in our times, the last days, he has spoken to us in his Son. In effect, Paul is saying that God has spoken so completely through his own word that he chooses to add nothing. Although he had spoken but partially through the prophets, he has now said everything in Christ. He has given us everything, his own Son. Therefore, anyone who wished to question God or to seek some new vision or revelation from him would commit an offense— For instead of focusing his eyes entirely on Christ, he would be desiring something other than Christ or beyond him. God could then answer, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. In my word I have already said everything. Fix your eyes on him alone, for in him I have revealed all and in him you will find more than you could ever ask for or desire. I, with my Holy Spirit, came down upon him on Mount Tabor and declared, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear him. You do not need new teachings or ways of learning from me, for when I spoke before it was of Christ who was to come, and when they sought anything of me, They were but seeking and hoping for the Christ, 
in whom is every good, as the whole teaching of the evangelists and apostles clearly testifies. Many nations will come and say, Let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the home of the God of Jacob. He will will teach teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. The Messiah, who is called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will teach us everything. He will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. Let us pray. May our prayer of petition rise before you, we pray, O Lord, that with purity unblemished, we, your servants, may come as we desire to celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer, all coming up on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on Monday of the second week of Advent, December 5th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, some men go to great lengths to get their paralyzed friend to Jesus. From the fifth chapter of the Gospel of Luke. On one of those days as he was teaching, there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and from Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with him to heal. Behold, men were bringing on a bed a man who was paralyzed. And they sought to bring him in and lay him before Jesus. But finding no way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and let him down with his bed through the tiles into the midst before Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to question. Who is this that speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? When Jesus perceived their questionings, he answered them. Why do you question in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. I say to you, rise, take up your bed, and go home. And immediately the man rose before them and took up that on which he lay and went home, glorifying God. Amazement seized them all. And they glorified God and were filled with awe. We have seen strange things today. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. You know, even if you're a cradle Catholic, you might sometimes find yourself 
asking, What's the deal with this confession stuff? Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. Have faith, my son, he says. Then he spoke some words which astounded everyone. Your sins are forgiven. After David had sinned and he went to throw himself at Nathan's feet, Nathan said to him, Yahweh has forgiven you. It was God who had forgiven him. Nathan did no more than transmit the message which made David recover his joy and see again the meaning of his life. Jesus, however, forgives in his own name. This was a cause of scandal for the scribes who were present. Why does this man speak thus? It is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? It is quite possible that the paralytic saw his life, all his unworthiness, with special lucidity. Perhaps at that moment he understood, as never before, the need to be clean under the most pure gaze of Jesus, which penetrated with deep compassion to the very depths of his soul. Then he received the grace of forgiveness. It was the reward for having allowed himself to be helped. Straight away he experienced a joy such as he had never before imagined. It is the joy of every contrite and sincere confession. Now his paralysis no longer mattered to him. His soul was clean, and he had found Jesus. Our Lord reads the thoughts of all men, and he wanted to make it very clear to those of us also, who centuries later would meditate on this scene, that he has all power in heaven and on earth, even the power of forgiving sins, because he is God. He demonstrates it by performing the miracle of restoring this man to perfect health. The power of forgiving sins was transmitted by our Lord to his church in the person of the apostles, so that through her priests she could exercise it till the end of time. Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Priests exercise the power of forgiving sins, not through any virtue of their own, but in the name of Christ, in persona Christi, as instruments in God's hands. Only God can forgive sins, and he is willed to do so by the means of the sacrament of penance, through his ministers who are priests. People around us need urgent instruction on this subject, which will enable them to receive this sacrament with greater love. Let us make good use of today's prayer by thanking our Lord for leaving such immense power to His Church, our Mother. Thank you, Lord, for putting such a great gift so easily within our reach. This time of prayer beside our Lord can also help us to examine what our own confessions are like. Do we prepare them with a careful examination of conscience? Do we stir ourselves to contrition each time we go? Do we go to confession as frequently as we have made up our minds to do? Are we completely sincere with our confessor? Do we strive to put into practice the advice we have received? This very day could be a good time to see in the presence of God which of our relatives, friends, or colleagues we can help prepare a good examination of conscience. Who are the people who most need a word of encouragement in order to prepare to receive this sacrament in readiness for Christmas? In the depths of their souls, they are hoping for it. 
and God too is waiting for them to turn towards this source of His mercy. We must not let them down. It is the greatest present we can give them. Our Mother Mary will have compassion on them and on us. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fourteen minutes before the hour, and we join the whole church in prayer. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When, when will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise Him still, my Savior 
and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still my Savior, and my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, when your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of your indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When, when will I come, come to the end of my pilgrimage and, and enter, enter the, the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as we know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders, Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. 
at the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it, as was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hands. The, the vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. Come, let us climb the Lord's mountain to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may instruct us in his ways, and we may walk in his paths. For from Zion shall go forth instruction, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. The Lord proclaims, Repent, the kingdom of God is upon you. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord proclaims, Repent, the kingdom of God is upon you. Alleluia. To Christ our Redeemer, who will come again to free from the power of death all those who return to him, let us humbly pray. Come, Lord Jesus. As we proclaim your coming, Lord, 
cleanse our hearts of every vain desire. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord, may the Church which you founded proclaim your greatness to all peoples. Come, Lord Jesus. Your law is a light to our eyes. Let it protect those who trust in you. Come, Lord Jesus. You allow the joys of your coming to be foretold to us by your Church. May we receive you with eager devotion. Come, Come, Lord Jesus. Now let us pray as Christ the Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. May our prayer of petition rise before you, we pray, O Lord, that with purity unblemished, we, your servants, may come as we desire to celebrate the great mystery of the incarnation of your only begotten Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Just in case you have some family traditions surrounding this, tomorrow is St. Nicholas Day. I'll tell you more tomorrow. Morning Air is up next with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do it tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. You go out now and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.